Welcome to Run With Purpose. This is episode number 45. For those of you that are new to the show, my name is Flores, and I'm so very glad that you found this podcast. Would love if you subscribe. Uh, we're all over the place on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts. Now, I think it's called Amazon Music Podcasts. I think that's what they're calling it now. Uh, believe we're on iHeartRadio. We're, we're everywhere you can find us. So, you know, subscribe, um, share it with your friends, family, even if they're not your friends, maybe you should just share it anyways, but you can reach out to me on all the socials at flores.run as well. Hope everyone is having an amazing week. Uh, it's been, it's been a good, a good time here. Um, I was going to do an episode last week talking about prepping for a race week um, because I had a race this weekend, but I decided, you know what, we're not going to go into those uh, details because they're not that exciting. I wrote them down and I was just like, eh, this is probably not that exciting. But if that's something you guys want to listen to, uh, let me know and we will record that episode. Um, but yeah, got another state down this weekend. We were in Nebraska and Scott's Bluff, Nebraska for the Monument Marathon. Um, I'll have a full race report by the end of the week. I promise it'll be by the end of the week this time, trying to get these things out a little faster. Um, I took a lot of notes after the race to kind of help my thought process and kind of unpack some things so I can make it easier for writing, but kind of just to, to front load it. If, if you're looking for race to do in Nebraska or any time, uh, in the fall, um, Monument Marathon is definitely where it's at. It's a beautiful, beautiful course. Um, the town is a super cute town, Scotts Bluff and then Garing, just south. You, get, you start south of Garing and then run through Garing. And I don't know if you technically go into Scotts Bluff. Maybe it kind of like crosses a line in, in the northern portion of the course, but um, beautiful out there going by the monument. And like I said, the town is super cute. Lots of lots of good food places, cool little shops and stuff like that. And even with all the, the COVID stuff, it, it was nice seeing a lot of things open. Um, obviously with your mask and that sort of thing, but they were definitely very um, accommodating to, to folks traveling in and that sort of thing. So it was definitely a, a great trip um, out there. Again, I'll have the full race recap. I'm not going to go into it in too much detail, but I am going to talk about it a little bit because the um, title of today's episode is Joy in the Journey. And this kind of came up during the the race. There was a sign at mile 18 of the race that said, find the joy in the journey or something like that. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it said because originally I wrote down enjoy the journey. And then I think like while I was in the shower, I was just like, wait a second. No, it was find the joy in the journey. I'm like, I need to rewrite that down. And it, it kind of spark something in my head. And I was like, Hey, you know, maybe this is a good topic to bring up. Cause we kind of talked about before in different episodes about the idea of focusing on the journey, not necessarily the end goal, because sometimes things can go sideways. And you know, what do you do then if all of your hope was on this end goal and you're not enjoying that journey? So the whole, like a, it was a sign, I think it was on like on the side of like a, like a semi truck. Maybe is that what it was? It was either a semi truck or like a building. It was right before we turned on a dirt road. I'm pretty sure it was a semi-truck just on the side of the road and they just had it like taped there. Or I could be hallucinating and it was on like a minivan. But there was a sign there um, that said, find the joy in the journey. And again, I'm not going to go through the race itself, but just to give you some background on it, obviously I was training for Boston um, back, in, it was supposed to be in April and I was training to try to try to get a PR there you know, and then I ran my own race, but that was like, you know, the whole time is, well, Boston's going to happen in the fall. Let's keep your, keep your, um, training up. Let's, let's see if we can still get that PR and 
kept pushing, kept pushing. And, and then obviously Boston got canceled after it got postponed. And I was like, you know what, maybe, maybe I'll try in Nebraska. Cause I knew this was going to be my next race after all the other races had gotten canceled. And I was like, well, maybe I'll do that. I was like, I know it's gonna be tough because of the elevation. It starts like the first, I want to say like the first eight miles are downhill, which obviously will be brutal on your, your quads. And then you kind of do some rollers after a three mile climb. Um, and, and I was like, it's going to be tough, but my body felt, felt good. And I was like, well, maybe I can, maybe I can hold and, and get, you know, just close enough. Like if I can get close enough, I can push myself at the end. And the only thing I needed was the, the weather to cooperate. I had been keeping an eye on the weather and it was either like, you know, 90 degrees or snowing. It was weird. I don't know how, how people can deal with that. Like Nebraska, Colorado, where it's like 50 degree temperature swings within a day. But I just needed the weather, weather to cooperate and, um, the front loaded, it didn't. Um, but I had a first, uh, the first 10 miles were great of the race. I was hitting my paces that I wanted to hit being comfortable knowing that, you know, going downhill, I needed to not fly downhill. So I didn't kill myself, but you don't want to hold back too much. Cause that's just as much like pressure on the quads. Um, so I, I kind of ran it in a way that I felt smart about. And then when we hit some flat areas, it felt good. And then I took a turn around, I think it was around 10 and a half ish. And then we had start heading directly West and that's where the wind was coming from. And I remember seeing the wind in the forecast and said it was going to be 20 to 30 mile an hour, sustaining winds gust up to like 40, 50 miles an hour. I, I saw 40. Some other people said they, they actually saw reported gust of 50 miles an hour, which is just nuts. It felt like it, but, but right when I turned there, I could feel the wind just right in my face. And I was like, ah, this is a little tougher. And there was like a, a probably a mile and a half stretch where we're down one road and the wind wasn't crazy, but the wind was supposed to come later in the day. It was supposed to come around like 1130 ish. And I'm like, well, if it comes then I'll be on the back half back into the race where the wind will be behind me. So it'd be at my back, which would be gorgeous. Um, that wasn't the case. It came a little earlier. And with that, we were going down a little bit. We made a right turn. Wind was to my side. It was fine. And then we turned down the, the road that would take us to the Scotts Bluff Monument, National Monument. And it literally like stopped me in my tracks. Um, I, I, I was pushing along, just trying to keep my cadence, you know, even though it wasn't moving as far, I was trying to keep my cadence and just realize it was just kicking my ass. Like I couldn't get a deep breath in because I was just getting like blown over. And, and basically I pushed myself until the halfway mark and, and I finished the half in two hours. But knowing the wind and the weather was getting a little warm, there really wasn't much cloud cover at that point. Um, I had to make a choice. Do I do I try to push for this PR? You know, and and really at that point, I've been running a negative split um, because of the slowdowns that I had between miles eleven and thirteen. Do I push myself to try to to push that negative split, or do I enjoy the race? And it wasn't a do I want to slack off because I knew, I mean, still 13 miles, there's still a lot of, a lot of race left. A lot of things could happen. I still needed to put energy through it. It's not like I wasn't going to walk the entire second half of that race, but I needed to, um, just make that decision of, all right, are we going to, are we going to try to push this and give us everything we have, you know, and maybe, and, and maybe feel crap, like terrible about everything towards the end of the race and just not enjoy it. Or do I, do I enjoy it? And at that point, like I said, I was in near the Scott Bluff national monument and it was just absolutely beautiful around me. 
And I just basically took like a deep breath and said, you know what? I'm just thankful to be running again, uh, in a race and that sort of thing. I'm just going to enjoy the heck out of this race for the, for the rest of the race, whatever that means. Yes. It's going to, it's going to hurt. Um, cause my quads were locking up and stuff, but I was going to keep pushing, you know, through the, through the wind to see if we get like sand, like dust storms coming from like the field and like sand and dirt, like plummet near leg. It was, it was just fun, but I decided I needed to enjoy it. And then, uh, it, ironically a few minutes later or a few miles later is when I saw that sign to find the joy in the journey. And, and right then I knew I had made the right decision, you know, cause you always have that, that thing of like, ah, should I have pushed harder? Cause then maybe I would have been able to get things done or, or that sort of thing. But when I saw that sign, it's kind of like a, I don't know, like it just made me feel at peace with the decision I made, um, of, of just being able to take it back and take it slower, you know, and just mix run walks in and just really just enjoy and like be around, talk to some people, thank the volunteers, thanks to law, thank the law enforcement that's out there and just kind of just be a part of the day instead of being like self-pity on myself. Um, and you know, I've talked about it many times before, how you have to have to be in context of the journey. Because if you focus too much on the end goal, things things can just kind of spiral downwards and you just not enjoy it. You know, I can't, I can't be upset with, um, can't be upset with the, the end result. It, knowing that I'm enjoying the journey. Like if it's about the journey, the end result can't really be the, the primary factor that keeps me going. And, and I, not to, to say that I didn't have rough times in the race. Kayla could tell you that we were running. I think this is about mile er, 22. We wrapped around a golf course and I was coming down the path. And I, once I, I like, I didn't think I was going to see her there. She said she was going to go straight to the finish, but she realized she had enough time. Um, once I saw her there, like it was, it was a nice relief because we came off like a pretty dry patch of trail and it's already dry enough out there. And it's like, I was super dehydrated. It was not a good situation. And I felt like garbage. Um, my quads wouldn't let me run for more than like a quarter of a mile, half a mile max. Um, and we were, and she's just like, smile. You don't want the best picture to be for you walking. And I, I, it's one of my favorite photos of the race because it's, you can clearly see the hurt and pain in my face, but I'm also trying to smile. And it was just like, that just shows you, it's like, it's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies, but um, I, I took the time during those opportunities where, or during those moments where I had to walk or slow down or my legs said, no, thank you. Just to be thankful for, to being able to be able to race at all. You know, just, just a few months ago, I thought it was done for the year. I did my two races and that's it. Cause every single race had been canceled. Nothing was happening. And, um, then, then this race comes in and it kind of just sparks a little bit of hope and a little bit of joy. And it was just great to be able to be back out there and then being able to travel with Kayla and take some time away, you know, into a new, to new area and explore some things, try some new foods, try, you know, try, um, see some things that I'd never saw before, you know, like being on the Oregon trail and that sort of thing. That was super neat. But you know, that, that kind of perspective only comes with finding joy in the journey. You know, how many times have things gone sideways just this year? I mean, you, you don't have to look very far, if not just even in your own life to see how, if we've only focused what's happening in the moment, how devastating it could be, how that could just break us down with anxiety or depression or whatever the case might be of, there's a lot of things happening around us. And if we, we just focused on that moment, 
it would absolutely break us. You know, and this year I, I truly believe is going to shape us in one way or another. And when you're, you're malleable, like, like Plato, if you will, uh, how, how about you decide what that final shape is going to be? You know, this, this year is, is pushing us and making, it's forcing us to change. So we're already like Plato. We're having to change. We're having to change shape, but we can decide what that final shape is. Are you going to just fall apart and let the circumstances flatten you? Or are you going to stand strong and know that this is just a part of the journey? That this is just one more step in the journey that, you know, you're going to look back on and you go, you know what? This is what I got out of this. This is how I came out of this stronger, a better person, a more loving person, whatever the case might be, whatever you're looking for. Um, this, this season is going to kind of bring that out of you. You know, at the end of the race, um, as we were walking back to the car, an older, older gentleman that was, that was local to the Scotts Bluff area, he ran the half and, and was kind of thanking us for, for making the trip. We were talking a little bit about where we were from and stuff. And he was just thanking us for making the trip down to the town for the race. Cause obviously it's a, it's a small town. So any bit of tourism type stuff is super helpful. And he, um, he had asked me how the, uh, the race was. And I told him, Hey, it's a beautiful course. And I enjoyed myself. It was, it was a great day for a race. And he goes, you know, you're, you're allowed to, to say it was miserable. <laughs> He's like, you know, it was, it was warm weather, the wind, like it wasn't a, a great day for a race. He was, he was, you're allowed to say it was a miserable day to race. And I told him, I said, I was super thankful for, for being able to race, even though it was, it was very tough. <laughs> you know, there's no denying that it was a tough race, but it was still an amazing time. And then I said something that, that hits me every single time I say it, or every time I bring it up to people, um, this kind of just sparks, sparks something in me and just really hits home. And I just said, if it was easy, it wouldn't be worth doing. And I think that's true for so many things in life where, you know, we always want things to maybe be a little easier, you know, to, to feel like things aren't going completely against us. But that satisfaction we get from, from something being tough and us gritting it out and pushing through it, there's just something about it. It's hard to put into words other than if it was easy, it wouldn't be worth doing. You know, you can't be, you can't be scared to fail. You got to put yourself out there and push yourself to the limits. Um, because you know, it's a reminder to myself that, that I can't take what I've done for granted. You know, every single race is special. I was telling Kayla after the race, I'm like, you know, I got to respect that distance. The marathon is not easy, you know, and even though I've done, done, done quite a few of them, it's not, it, it's not something that I should take for granted that I can just keep doing with ease. I have to put the work and I have to get it done. And it definitely, um, it reminds me of that when I do races like this, where, you know, this is special and I'm never going to forget the moments that I had during this race and just the, the, the ups and downs, the highs and the lows, if you will. Um, and that's really something I've learned throughout this entire journey of running is that every race has its special moments that I won't forget. And they'll all have their own moments, you know, whether it's a really good race, um, that went, went amazing. And I can remember all of the amazing things. It was a really bad race. Um, you know, similar to like my Hawaii situation where I basically walked the second half of the race and it's like, well, that was crap, you know, but it's hard to argue when you see sea turtles and dolphins on the ocean while you're walking by them. So <laughs> that's a hard thing to do. But I mean, overall, I think the, the lesson I've got out of all of this and kind of the highlight of this entire episode is really 
finding the joy in the journey, whatever your journey is, whether it's running a race um, or just getting through these times right now, you know, being home, you know, if you have kids having to, to basically homeschool them and getting through that process, find joy in the journey through all of this because these are moments that, that are happening and we can obviously complain about them or be upset about them, or we can embrace them and find the good in them and, and use that good to kind of propel us to the next season of life, whatever that may be. Um, obviously we're all in this together and, and we'll see how that comes when it does. But um, yeah, just, just find the joy in your journey. And I think that'll, that'll make all of the difference. Um, yeah. Hope you guys like that, that little insight that was in my head from, from basically mile 18 on and then my entire drive and flight home. Um, the, uh, we're not gonna have any episodes the next few weeks. Um, the family we're heading out West again. <laughs> um, I might be posting some things on Instagram. I probably won't. I'll probably just be disconnected quite a bit and, uh, share things once I get back. But I do appreciate, um, all of your support for every episode that we do. I actually got a, um, a uh, inquiry about doing a, uh, a partnership with like a teeth whitening or something like that. Like, Hey, can you promote us on your podcast? I'm like, no, I'm not promoting teeth whitening on my running podcast. I'm not even gonna say the company's name because then that would give them, uh, the promotion that they want. So not happening, but Again, thanks for uh, listening today. I hope you enjoyed it and got something out. If you did, reach out to me on the socials at uh, flores.run. Uh, Facebook page might be going away shortly because it's just annoying me with Facebook's new layout and stuff, but I'll be on Instagram. But yeah, shoot me a DM, um, leave a comment on the, this episode thread. Uh, if you got something from this and you you know feel that it's, it's worth sharing or that sort of thing, um, as always, you can visit my website at www.flores.run. I'll have the blog post up here shortly, but thank you so much for joining me today. Remember to keep running with purpose one step at a time. See you guys soon.